and welcome to episode 46 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner, and this is the podcast where I get to know some of the nicest and funniest people from the internet. They are the Friends of the Show. This week's friend is Kyle Davidson, at Kyle I. Davidson on Twitter. And more than a friend, he's family. Yes, it's true. Besides being my cousin, he is also the creator of our podcast theme, and he tells us just how he did it. He also shares some fun stories, and we have quite a time answering questions submitted by our listeners. Thank you, listeners. Be sure to follow at FOTSPod on Twitter and send your questions for a future guest. Our boy howdy, it's Friends of the Show, episode 46, with Kyle I. Davidson. Right now. Nothing very, very good or very, very bad lasts for very, very long. Douglas Copeland. Copeland. Oh, you love that guy. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Kyle. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, for the listeners. Great theme song. Great, theme song. <laughs> Great uh, funky beat. Yes, creator of the theme himself. This week's guest has been involved in the podcast since well before day one, and I've known him his whole life. Uh, yeah, he's the creator of the theme we just heard, as well as a family member of mine, my cousin. Um, he doesn't do too much joke tweeting, but when he does, it is very funny. He loves hockey, is a talented guitar player and songwriter, and be sure to stay tuned at the end of the podcast for a very special original song. It's one of my favorites. So, welcome at Kyle I. Davidson. Thanks very much, long-time listener, first-time guest. Yeah, you've been listening since before it was even a podcast. So thank you for your support, and thanks for creating the iconic theme, <laughs> the and, FOTS theme. Yeah, no problem. Uh, glad to help. Yeah, and I think we got uh, questions about that. We'll delve into your process, <laughs> how you created that, a little bit later in the show. Yeah, quite a process. All right, so... Tell us about yourself. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> Who are your guys? My guys uh, from the suburbs of Toronto, North York, Ontario. That's where I grew up. Uh, my guys, I don't know. Uh, Twitter guys. You're my Twitter guy. Uh, <laughs> all the local Toronto comedians. Big fan of them. Guest of the show, Blaine Kapatch. Blaine Kapatch. Gotta, gotta check that guy's tweets. <laughs> check him out. And so you enjoy hockey? Enjoy following minor hockey? I do. I'm a hockey timekeeper for the North York Ranger Junior A's in the Ontario Junior Hockey League. So shout out to those fellas. (laughs) Shout out to the team. Um, So you follow them. You do every home game. You're on the clock. You're hitting the buzzer, making sure all the penalties show up correctly. the penalties on the board. We're announcing goals. We're announcing penalties. Can you hit us yeah. uh, hit us with some of your announcer voice? North York Rangers goal, etc. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to say who scored the goal? I don't want to point one guy out, then they're all the rest of the guy's going to be mad at me. Oh, I guess that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, so you're announcing goals, doing a bunch of timekeeping, and it's, yeah, it's fun. So they just had a good playoff run, which ended too too soon, right? <laughs> Shorter than it should have been, yeah, but it was a, it was a run. It was a good run. They, a run. And uh, didn't they have a great season? They broke some sort of record? or Yeah, franchise record wins. Uh, 
that was the only record really but <laughs> pretty <laughs> good, good record good encouraging record. and then uh kind of fell apart at the end there but that's all right it was always next year season. you got a dynasty going on right that's right for me there's always next year <laughs> yeah not like <laughs> the kids right yeah not all of them they don't always get a next year but uh i generally do um so what else should we know about you what else do you want to share with the listeners the podcast audience this is your first podcast first time being on a podcast yeah yeah definitely listen to a million of them but never been on one before all right well let's get into that what are your podcasts what are your go-tos we got in the queue currently going with douglas movies always a uh, a favorite of mine classic one uh, which we have also seen live we have seen that live multiple yeah. times i uh, got to meet and greet with doug <laughs> yeah we spent some before. time with doug it was pretty spent fun some time with doug saying hi and uh, yeah that was great we saw him during the the jfl 42 at comedy bar and at uh, queen elizabeth yeah the queen elizabeth theater those are those shows are fun who did we see on those ones um kyle canane kyle canane parna nanchurla parna she's great yeah, Dave Foley was on the other one. Oh yeah, Dave Foley talking about his divorce. <laughs> yeah, that was good. JP Manu. The, oh no, <laughs> Ugh, don't Google it, everybody. <laughs> He's fine. He's cleared of all uh, all charges. Oh, was he? I think so. Oh okay. Well then, you can, it, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, can go, you can Google it, everybody. Yeah, Google it. Yeah, but still, Brandon Wardell's podcast is actually pretty good. Oh it's yeah, I haven't listened to that one. But it's I do follow Brandon Wardell online on Twitter. I think you have to. He's like uh, the new Rob Delaney. Yeah, he's the baby Rob Delaney. <laughs> a little <laughs> young. I guess he's not that young anymore, but he just has that young feel. He's 25, Steve. He's a grown-ass man, <laughs> and he wants you to know it. The Pound cast, Doug Pound, that's a good Shout one. Shout out to Doug Pound, DJ Doug Pound, uh, who also saw live uh, at the last JFL 42. Yeah. Doughboys, that's one of my new faves for sure. Doughboys. Now, who is on that one? Got Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell. Nick Weiger. Oh, he's a Twitter guy. I recognize that name. Oh, he's a Twitter guy. Yeah. Um. So those are the those are the standbys. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at my library right now, and those are <laughs> at the top. So. Yep, that works. Very good. All right. So now people have a little bit of an idea about you. So let's get into some of these stories. Now, for this, I asked for a story, and you gave me a hundred stories. So I've narrowed it down to the top eight, and we'll do mini bullet point Cole's Notes versions of these great stories. Teaser versions. <laughs> these are the teaser versions, and if you want the full one, you just got to follow. podcast. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just follow Kyle I. Davidson and send him a DM. <laughs> He'll yeah. get back. DMs are open. <laughs> DMs are open, everybody. All right, so this first one alludes to a brush with the law, and it's called The Paintball Gun in the Park. Yes. So uh, I was in my younger days. I guess I'd have been. Uh would have been grade 12, 12th grade, a senior in high school. <laughs> so at what age is that, like 18? Yeah, like 17 or 18, yeah. And uh, my buddy had a paintball gun in a car. So we were driving <laughs> around combination. in a car with a paintball gun. And he had just gotten CO2 for it, and we wanted to shoot that bad boy. We wanted to paint some stuff up. So 
like five o'clock on a Sunday, where better to shoot a paintball gun than this super busy park down the street from our house? <laughs> so that, these are bad ideas, right? They're all just like in so hindsight, like it's very clear yeah. <laughs> that they're bad yeah. ideas. So we were like walking through this park, people pushing strollers, playing catch <laughs> with their kids, and there's like five teens with a gun walking through the park <laughs> shooting it. So I guess a concerned citizen called the local police. <laughs> <laughs> the constabulary so, shows constabulary, up. constabulary, yeah. So as we're walking back to the car, I hear uh, sirens, and I was like, guys, they're coming for us. And we look up, and they were, in fact, coming for us. <laughs> so the, the the last time you've ever made that joke, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I hear police sirens, they never make the uh, my rides here joke anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, we're walking through the park, look up, and uh, lights and sirens are driving across the grass through oh, the park. Oh, wow. That's with importance. With importance right towards us. And they did the cool, like fish slide broadside stop and both jump out with their guns drawn <laughs> because they thought we had a gun right yes from Which all reports from yeah. the from the reports coming in over the radio five teams yeah. with a gun spotted in the park right so the whole hands in the air up against the wall it was like uh Damn. real life pops it's like an episode of the wire but not <laughs> at all yeah not quite but it was close like Within, like, I don't know, a minute, there was probably six or seven cop cars. <laughs> wow, it escalated and, like, quickly. <laughs> oh, so quickly. And the whole neighborhood is just out there watching us <laughs> getting the old uh, rundown up against the fence. Um, so it turned out that somebody had been shooting people with a paintball gun in that same neighborhood. Oh, yeah. You thought we were those guys, but Bad, we were not uh, those guys. Bad time to be paintball aficionados, I guess, in that day. Yeah, like a lot of local paintball gangs, I guess, rolling around <laughs> we didn't know about. And getting hit with a paintball gun, it still hurts. I oh, mean, it it's hurt, not yeah. like getting shot, but it is, it'll give you a, a welt. Oh, it'll, it packs a wall up. Have you ever been shot with a paintball so, gun? Do you ever go? I have, oh, You yeah. did. For a birthday party in, I guess, junior high, we went, and I got absolutely lit up. I got one in the head. <laughs> I got one... <laughs> Like in the butt, I got a few few good shots in me. Yikes! My, my glasses kept fogging up. I couldn't see anything. My <laughs> gun kept jamming in the sand. Uh, uh, it was not fun. No, that <laughs> sounds a lot like uh, an experience that I had uh, at, with the airsoft. So it's similar to paintball, but it's like pellets. Like you're way more painful. Probably getting yeah. shot with these pellets. Yeah, and it was uh, incredibly painful. And my my gun kept jamming. And yeah, <laughs> I got shot point blank, which you're not get, supposed guys, to get shot. Guys in their like full ammo with crazy aftermarket guns that they bought and stuff. Yeah, like, these guys have bringing guns serious. with their like thirty six thousand fps. They crank it up past regulation limits, bring it in, and they're wearing, like, full body armor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, we were there with uh, – yeah, we were there with a bachelor party, and no one told us, like, what to wear or anything. So I wore, like, an extra sweater, which really just made me super sweaty. <laughs> it did not offer any extra protection. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Uh, it was brutal. So so then what was the aftermath? Uh, you guys just got left off, let off with a warning or uh... – yeah. Yeah, they like walked us back to my buddy's car and made sure he put it in the trunk. <laughs> and then, yeah, they just like asked us questions about paintballing, which was kind of weird, and uh, led us on our merry way. Like, are you guys on a team? <laughs> yeah, like that's what you're saying. Where do you guys go? Like, uh, 
would you shoot it? I'm like, well, not in the park anymore. <laughs> like, we don't have a place. That's why we came here. Yeah, can't you tell? Like, we don't have a spot. Well, I'm glad that everything ended up okay. You had a brush with the law, but it was incidental and no one got hurt. Except for the people who yeah. were getting paintballed in that neighborhood. Yeah, like somebody got hurt, but not because of us. <laughs> right. Separate incidents. All right. Well, very good. And let's get to the next little story here on the list. And this one is near and dear to my heart. And it is called The Little Girl and the Butterfly. A day neither of us will soon forget. <laughs> this is one of those lifelong memories. He caught lightning in a bottle with that one. Yeah, it, it was uh it was it was a nice it's a nice memory that I often hearken back to when I uh, I need a little pick me up. Yeah, so like what was it? It was a little girl we were killing time in a park and it was like a little girl and her grandfather and she was running around like playing with a butterfly that appeared to be playing with her. <laughs> 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 yes and then what happened like the i try to remember now no like she she was running around with the butterfly yeah. they were like doing this dance like she would reach out and it would fly like just around her hand and then like she would stop and it would like fly near her and it was like just flying around it was like they were dancing uh, yeah, it was like Link with like the butterflies that float around him in Zelda sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this little girl is dancing with this butterfly and they 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 dance for like a minute or so and then and then she like stops and like the butterfly flies away and she like turns yeah. back to her grandpa and she goes, That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. And That's what we, it was. That was would, the punchline. The punchline is just melted our hearts. And we both turned to each other and we were like tears streaming down our face. Yeah. Like, did we just see that? Un- yeah, we really, we sort of were both like, did we just witness the beauty of Earth? Yeah, just life. Pure right innocence in a bottle? Yeah, we... Like for her, it was so natural. Like, yeah, you see butterflies, you play with them for a little while and then uh, they go away and it's and, fun. And it was fun, yeah. And you just you just file that away under a nice yeah. afternoon. <laughs> and, on to the next thing but i can I'll, I'll always remember that she just that was fun <laughs> that was fun man yeah, was little girl thing. what a life lesson so yeah like teaching two gruff <laughs> men <laughs> how to enjoy life uh, and i'm so grateful for her every day yeah it's fun to think about that and just remember uh that you can just dance with butterflies yeah it's not a great story in terms of what happened but it is meaningful one of those you had to be there it's uh, you had to be there (laughs) yeah it's a definitely you had to be there situation all right which brings us to the next you had to be there (laughs) this one you call it alan frew or how sound travels over water right so uh, we were having a lovely time up at my grandparents cottage shout out Bancroft area. Greater Bancroft, Halliburton area. Yeah, we were out in the front lawn having a nice little bonfire there. And you could, late at night, you can hear, like, everything. So, like, people across the lake were also having a party. And they were rocking their, uh, I guess, mid-80s tunes, right? (laughs) Yeah, it was classic rock for sure. Yeah. And so, Glass Tiger, right? Yeah. They came on and they are going. And I had just found out the name of glass tiger's singer and they were having a conversation about what the name of the singer for glass tiger was and we could hear them talking about it whatever and i didn't scream or anything but i said to you oh it's alan frew and like two seconds later across the lake the guy goes oh alan frew i think it was alan frew (laughs) 
because he heard so, you. He must have heard me, or I he like intuited it. One yeah, or the other. he put it out into the atmosphere, whatever it was. Because th- you got to understand, it's like he's like over a kilometer away. Uh, yeah, a long way away, very far across the lake, and you just spoke it in normal speaking tones. Yeah, but and because of he repeated it back like a second later, two seconds later. Yeah, he for sure heard it, or his subconscious heard it. We'll never right. know. Yeah, we can't. We should have gone over and asked. Him. <laughs> we should have paddled right over. And be like, yo, you guys like Alan Fru? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys into Fru Glass Tiger? <laughs> I mean, you got to give a shout out to Glass Tiger. Don't forget them when they're gone. They are from our local area. Members of Glass Tiger went to my high school. It's all coming together. But Alan Fru is like a Scottish guy, I think. Is he? I think so. So maybe it was just like the B players of Glass Tiger went to my high school. <laughs> I never or he, like, there. speaks with a British accent. Maybe he's not actually from England. Oh, no, maybe he's from he, England. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Scotland, yeah. Well, good to know. And Alan Frew, for everyone, for those trivia heads out there, <laughs> lead singer of Glass Tiger. It's going to come up one day, so he'll it be Might kinda come up at a cottage near you. Or, like, HQ Trivia. HQ Trivia, shout out to Scott Rogowski. <laughs> <laughs> All of his Quiz nicknames. Quiz Khalifa. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple little more bullet points here. We can talk about the time we met Dashboard Confessional at a bookstore. Yeah, that was a great time. That was even longer ago. That was, I believe, the first time I met your lovely wife, Catherine. No, shout out to Cat Scanner at that time, known as Roberto. Catherine Roberto, yeah. Yeah. Not Roberto. That wasn't her first name. <laughs> yeah, but you can still call her that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were down at uh, Much Music, the old 299 Queen Street West, to, uh, I guess we were watching them through the window, right, for Much On Demand. Yeah, we were going Catherine and I, show that night. yeah, Catherine and I had tickets to see the Dashboard Confessional concert that night, so we went a little bit early to see his performance at Much Music, and you joined us. Yeah, I came down after school and met you guys down there. We went to McDonald's and had the, uh, is this a date? conversation <laughs> yeah cat left the table and you're like is this a date like, i'm pretty sure and then you left the table and she asked me is this a date <laughs> i told you both yeah it's a friggin' date classic it was good to get that sorted yeah. cleared out early <laughs> yeah yeah so we were watching the watch on demand and then uh yeah, and did and everybody was kind of milling about and we were hoping for a chance maybe to uh sneak a peek at the man himself and looked across the street and there he was sneaking away to a bookstore so uh, i grabbed you guys and we ran over and casually walked into the same bookstore and <laughs> we we <laughs> like books too <laughs> yeah we like books we're perusing the travel guides or whatever it was and uh oh chris weird seeing you here buddy <laughs> so we got to talk to him for a couple of minutes and he signed my uh, liner notes for a cd and he was a very lovely guy what a nice guy until I had to open my big fat mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, not like talking about his old band, I guess. Yeah, so he was in a band prior to being a dashboard confessional. And I had a quick question about how he felt about them using his voice and lyrics with the new singer in the video, uh, <laughs> sort of like mouthing the lyrics. Was, and he did not answer the question. <laughs> he, that it made him immediately <laughs> claim up and want to get away immediately. So, uh, guys, just leave it alone. You don't have to ask celebrities pressing questions. Yeah. That's what message boards are for. <laughs> Talk about it amongst yourselves. 
yeah, posit your own ideas. I think that was a great lesson for me to learn. Uh, and I apologize, Chris Caraba, if you're listening. I, uh, you know, apologize. Never mind. Forget I asked about it. <laughs> Just a guest on the Mike on Much podcast. So check that out. Oh, <laughs> we missed that at the beginning on your podcast roundup. Yeah. Cross promotion. Mike Veerman and the Mike on Much podcast. Mike on Much podcast. And speaking of much music, right? And that's yeah. produced by Max from Arkells, who's from Hamilton, and I'm in Hamilton. Wow, it's all coming together. It really all peels together there, yeah. The Mike on Much podcast. Shout out to Mike Veerman and his former band Pumps. They had Pumps. They, they were great. San Sebastian and the Racket. Deep history of music. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's a good spot to uh, end the story time. So thank you for sharing all those stories. <laughs> and I guess hopefully I, one of them was good. I was also sharing half of the stories because I'm in them. So that was nice. Now we get into talking Twitter. Now, you're not much of a tweeter, but I'm you, a shy, shy tweeter. But you've been on since April 2011. Heady days. What were you doing when you first came on? <laughs> I remember what exactly I was doing. I was sitting next to you on my couch here <laughs> and uh, I think probably playing poker. I My first tweet is terrible, but it has to do with we were drinking J&B whiskey at the time. Justerini <laughs> <laughs> and Brooks. I mean, they make a good yeah. whiskey. Uh, it's cheap. It'll it's make affordable. you sign up for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you have enough and you'll, you'll be in social media and on it. <laughs> so, yeah, you were uh, we were together. Uh, when you needed a follower, I <laughs> desperate for followers, and thank you for being one of the first. Yeah, no problem. You're right up there. You followed me back weeks later. <laughs> I eventually got back. Got back to you. <laughs> so you've been on since that uh, that time. What were you doing in the early days? Just following, just loving oh, life. You... Live tweeting baseball games, <laughs> which got me. Blocked by the Blue Jays. <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come up. Our beloved baseball team in Canada, our only baseball team, has now blocked Kyle here on Twitter for, for one of those seemingly, yeah, seemingly innocuous uh, interactions. Very innocuous. You're just a passionate fan, and you you ticked off the ideas. <laughs> you ticked off the uh, social media person for the Blue Jays. They probably don't even work there anymore, and I'm still I'm still blocked. But so yeah, funny. So. so, guys, maybe we start a campaign here to get Kyle unblocked by the Jays. Oh. He's really a fan. So just tweet at Blue Jays. Can you unblock at Kyle I. Davidson? <laughs> now that we don't have Jose Reyes, I'm less critical than I was before. Right, right, right. So is that is that what uh, what happened? That was the crux of the issue. It's hard to tell <laughs> which one did it. <laughs> which uh, tweet pushed them over the edge to get, hit that block button? Yeah, there was some Gibby bashing back in those days. Right, yes. The uh, the manager, not always making the best managerial decisions out there on the field. Or even any decisions, but... <laughs> right, he had a very laissez-faire attitude in those early days. But I think we've come around to finding that that's, you know, it's cute. We like it now. Right, it's got its Sister charm. eats sesame seeds all game and... He gives funny post-game interviews, right? Oh, the chillest post games. People yeah. love how he's he's chill in the post game because he just doesn't care. <laughs> he melts into his chair. <laughs> uh, all right, great. So yeah, uh, what did I? Uh, so I'm so uh, <laughs> tweeting sports and uh, replying bad punch ups to jokes, probably. Ah, uh, yeah, we all went through that phase. So, what would you say was your most memorable interaction so far on Twitter? Would it be getting blocked by the Blue Jays? <laughs> That's a <an laughs> memorable interaction. Yeah, that's pretty memorable. Uh, 
I had an interaction with John Daly from Kroll Show oh, yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Yeah, I tweeted like some quote from the show and he retweeted it and I got a lot of action from that. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, I used to Arkells, had a few Arkells interactions, mm-hmm. but never any, uh, none of your big name Twitter guys, I don't think really. Right. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, pretty timid on Twitter. Keeping it low key. Yeah, I like to get my get my news and <laughs> stay <laughs> and out celebrity of the deaths. Yeah, <laughs> get your celebrity deaths and yeah. breaking news. Um, yeah, because you yeah. we you follow like uh, Toronto Police Services and Ross uh-huh. is sending in the the action that's happening around town. Oh, always know what intersection is shut down because of power lines are down. <laughs> right. It's also good to know if there's someone has a paintball gun in a park. You'd be the first to know. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool if there was Twitter then. We would have been on that for sure. Would have been trending. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, most memorable interaction, maybe the Jays block. <laughs> uh, you had a nice one with Feral Audio, even though is that problematic Ooh. now? That's problematic now, yeah, but uh, that was fun. It was nice because what you did was deconstructed the cord of the – the jingle, right? Yeah, I cracked the code on the, the feral audio theme. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk about that. That's part of your, we should have mentioned that up top, it, part of your musical uh, in, uh, interest is tabbing and tabulature, guitar tabs. So you're yeah, out like, there on, you should plug your page. What is it, Ultimate Guitar? Yeah, come find me on ultimateguitar.com if you're looking to play uh, Canadian indie, <laughs> indie rock, rock band songs. Yeah. <laughs> You got a real niche going, and you're a popular poster because your tabs are very accurate. Oh, just note for note, yeah. <laughs> on the poll, if you want to catch me on ultimateguitar.com, on our old band. And our, and our old band, because <laughs> we had a family band, we play instruments, love to rock out. Yeah, we used to keep your parents up till 5 in the morning. We would have a, a tape recorder that we hung from the ceiling with a, was it, coat, coat hanger? a coat hanger. So that's how we would record our jam sessions. Uh, yeah, and it was good. <laughs> the early days of rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Very early days. A lot of Newfound Glory covers. The good old days. Yeah, some Blank, some <laughs> Newfound Glory. All the, all the stuff we were into. Yep. Catch us playing My Friends Over You 10 times in a row <laughs> in the basement of my parents' house. Yep. All right. Cool. Let's keep these talking Twitter questions going. Have you had, I guess, uh, no interesting or fun interactions with celebrities or brands? I guess besides the ones you mentioned. Um, John Daly. Blue my Jays. favorite brand is WestJet, who I have like an ongoing DM conversation with. You do? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about on there? Well, it started when, remember me and you had an argument over Chris Parnell being the voice in the commercial? Right, yes. For WestJet. So I messaged you, him and I You thought it was Chris was... Parnell. <laughs> yeah. And I, okay. with my incredible skill of recognizing celebrity voices, instantly rebuffed it. So I messaged them and I asked, and they said, uh, we don't know offhand, but are looking into it for you, which is way more than they needed to do. <laughs> we will let you know as soon as we have heard back. And I said, thanks. And then the next day they said, hi, Kyle, we are told the voice is not Chris Parnell, <laughs> but unsure of the name of the voice actor. Hope that helps. <laughs> it did help. It helped me. It did help. So I said, thanks very much. And then I accidentally DM them something I was trying to DM you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, sorry, WestJet, wrong convo. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and they replied, we hope you are as well. Oh, that's sweet. So, See, I think that's, with them now. And that's a, a you better check in. Yeah, check in with WestJet. Tell them they're getting a shout out. 
everyone, if you want to fly somewhere, <laughs> check out WestJet. They're nice online. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so we got a couple of talking Twitter questions left here. Now the first question is, who would be your dream follow-back? Now this is someone who you currently follow, who you'd like them to follow you back. This is tricky for me because it's what people follow me back that made me stop tweeting because I get so nervous that people that I like follow me that I don't want them to think that I'm yes. dummy by tweeting dumb stuff. I'm sure some of our listeners can relate to that sentiment. You get someone who you really respect and admire following you, and now you're scared. You can't take any risks anymore. Is yeah, it good enough? Like your hands are tied. Is it good enough? Yeah. What would Tom Henry think? What would Tom Henry think? Everyone check out his new album, Long Live Jokes. Dream follow back, I would go uh, maybe Doug Benson because interaction. Right. <laughs> yes. And let's talk yeah. about the interaction you had with him online. Remember you DM'd yeah. with him. Yeah, well, I replied to one of his tweets, which I used to do, and I said, if I went to the movies on Christmas Day, I'd be Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then he DM'd me back and said, going to the movies on Christmas is awesome, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> And I never replied, and I can't reply anymore. So I'd say if Doug Benson followed me back, that would be great. You'd be able to get closure. You'd be able to get closure on that. Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Doug Benson, good answer. All right, and the final question is your ultimate dream follow back. Now, this is, of course, any person, real or fictional, living or dead. Now, who's it going to be? It's a. It could be anyone. And I know you're quite literate. You're uh, fastidious with your literature, so... Who is it going to be? Someone from a deep, a deep cut of literature, maybe Raskolnikov or yeah, let's uh, say Dostoevsky. That'd be pretty cool. Dostoevsky. What do you think his tweets would, would be like? That's what I'm. Yeah. Wondering. What would his tweets be like? Man, they'd be crazy. Would it be like long they'd threads? Be, <laughs> they'd be threads, and they'd probably be about like Putin. But it would be like the real shit, <laughs> and he wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't get away with that for very long. No, he'd be in hiding for sure. He'd be like hanging out with Snowden somewhere. <laughs> Or Assange. Or Assange, yeah. <laughs> well, would he be done with Assange? I don't think so. No, I guess not. Great. Now we get into the tweets. Now you don't do a lot of jokes, but you do have some, and we're going to get into them. So would you like to share your pick that you want to share with the audience? Sure. I sent you a couple there. Um, uh, this one is your pinned tweet, I think. The classic that you just bumped. It got me a couple of likes which is police on the scene described it as a robbery gone really, really well and have no suspects or leads at this time. <laughs> robbery gone well. Yeah, you never hear that. No, that's that's your take because you always hear it was a uh, <laughs> robbery gone wrong. It was a yeah, drug a deal gone, yeah. gone wrong. Somebody got shot. Not this one. No, they this one it. went smooth. This is the Ocean's Eleven of robberies, right? Yeah, and the police are like, well, I guess respectful. They're like, well, it went really well. <laughs> that's the that's the part that I love. Imagining the police giving a press conference, just like these guys knew what they were doing. <laughs> they yeah, just like, sewed oh, up. Oh. This is tight. There is not a shred of evidence. Nope, never gonna find them. Ah, <laughs> oh, great stuff. And now I have selected one of your tweets, and it is podcast related. So the tweet is: Do you have a chronically dry mouth? Annoying voice? Start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is a trend that I learned. It was a thing. Like, 
a lot of podcasts, you're not the kind of people you want to listen to talk for an hour. It, it takes some time getting used to the audio format. You, myself, I have my own uh, ticks and things that I say all the time, and uh, a lot of people also have that, right? And with the low barriers to entry of a podcast game, you could have yeah, a lot yeah. of dry-mouthed <laughs> annoyers making podcasts. So I guess in, in your search for the greatest podcasts, you've come across a lot of that? Yeah, a couple. I'm not going to name names. But. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anybody to get feelings hurt. No. All right, now I got an honorable mention because I like this one. I think it's your most popular tweet, and it is this. Comedy clubs are a great place to go if you like being asked how you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? How you doing, folks? Hey, doing? we doing good? You a good time? How's everyone doing tonight? How's everyone doing tonight? Anybody from out of town? <laughs> Any buddy celebrating? <laughs> All right, so those are great. And if anyone likes those, <laughs> you can give Kyle a follow at Kyle I Davidson for more tweets just like those every few years. <laughs> yeah, like uh, last tweet I dropped was January seventh, twenty seventeen. So I'm about due. <laughs> <laughs> you are due. We should mention the the tweets that we've mentioned here. One's from two thousand thirteen. One's from two thousand fourteen. And one from 2015 so it's a new one i can that's the newer yeah that's the new the new stuff all right now let's get into the tweets from others and you've picked some great ones all right let's get into it this one is probably one of my all-time favorite tweets do you want to read it uh from frizz frizzle uh let me just pull it up here we all know the beverly hills zip code is 90210 but the zip code for dawson's creek is 90108 <laughs> for our lives to be over. Uh, and you got to mention the addendum. You got to mention. would be 90108 409 So great. How did he think? How did he figure out that 90108 sounds just like the Dawson's Creek theme song? And then 409 so the good. next day, he the next that up. day he punched it up. Well, so that is from at Frizz Frizzle, and you got to go check that one out from September fifth to two thousand fifteen, September fourth and fifth. <laughs> yeah, also three years old, but <clears throat> still as good today as they, it was then. Yeah, some great stuff. So the next tweet you have selected here is from friend of the show Jeff De Silva. Great Canadian Twitter user at Jeff D. Silva. And <laughs> this one is great. So it's a screenshot of a conversation between Jeff and his wife. Uh, and his tweet says, Oh my God, my wife's Xmas list sounds like the Rough Riders anthem. <laughs> and the conversation is, What do you want for Christmas? And she says, Pots, clock, either down Apple Watch Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so perfect that again was pots clock eider down apple watch crocs <laughs> <laughs> sounds like rough riders anthem so you just gotta get to the pots clock <clears throat> part and i'm laughing pots clock eider down apple watch crocs it's perfect. So shout out to Jeff. Just amazing how he put, put that together. Not enough traction. Only 31. Guys, get to that one in the show notes and give it some love. All right. So your final pick from other people is from Ashley at Ash Mench. And maybe you want to hit us with this one. Yeah. Another uh, 
was that three in a row that are song <laughs> yeah lyrics? yeah that's that's your neat that's what you like this one goes uh it's the remix to ignition i'm a terrible magician i cut your grandma in half and now my rabbit is missing <laughs> <laughs> ash mensch nailed it on that one nailed it those song parody ones are fun because you can hear it <laughs> you can hear the melody yeah, very little work in your own part to make it funny yeah so great picks thanks for uh for picking those tweets and now we get into everybody's favorite segment it's questions from twitter all right the first question comes to us from friend of the show one of the best question askers out there i'm talking timmy i'm talking at the timmy toes and his question for kyle is if you could only have one kind of juice for the rest of your life what juice would you use? Yeah, I had to think about it. I had to uh, eliminate the obvious answers. Apple, orange. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking through eliminate. it, but <laughs> I don't know about this. Eliminated. The only true answer is mango citrus five alive. Wow. That is, I know for a fact that that is your go-to. You could go to your fridge right now, pull out a tall glass, <laughs> a tall glass of that mango citrus five alive, and it is pretty good. It's you know, good. It's refreshing. It, you get a sugar burst from it. Maybe uh, that's prob- part of the problem, right? You should go with more of the natural sugars. Instead of the, buddy, they've all got sugar in them. I guess you're right. All right, so there you go. Mango Citrus 5 Alive. Timmy, if you haven't tried it, go get yourself a container. Yeah, they probably have it in the contiguous United States and Europe. Yeah, it's coming to us from Texas. Go check your local steakhouse. All right, the next questions come to us from friend of the show, Todd Williams, at the Todd Williams, and he's got three questions for you. Let's take these one at a time. He says, hi, Kyle. Question one. What does your side of the family think about the Skinner clan? In brackets, please provide the good stuff. I think he means (laughs) gossip. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I tried to think about that one. There's not a lot of crossover anymore there used to be more probably like our dual families meeting at uh, events but uh, i don't think uh, anybody on the mcgill side has too much beef <laughs> yeah i mean pretty uh friendly working relationship i think both sides have <laughs> working um, relationship yeah so, yeah i mean what <laughs> they think they think that slash skaters are all very like uh kind of buttoned up i think oh yeah i need to let loose a bit like not much fun right yeah i think that would be the thing Ooh, pretty juicy can't wait for my yeah. mom to hear this <laughs> yeah yeah step it up diane <laughs> and we should mention our what our relationship is my mom diane her brother ian is your dad yeah the i and kyle i davidson ian Ian. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> it's Ian. All right, great. All right, now question two from Todd. Nice intro music. What was the process? Boom, this is the question I alluded to at the top. Yep, that's what kept people listening for 42 <laughs> minutes. Uh, the process for that was uh, keep it simple, I think, was a main thing I wanted to do. I listened to a lot of pods, and they seem to have the uh, like uh, electric, electronic vibe to them. Uh, it's like unoffensive. I don't know if it's catchy. I wanted it to be catchy, but I don't think people are humming that tune in their heads. But mm. uh, yeah, there's no hook. It's, it's just sort of it's not really a hook. It just sort of starts that. and it ends. It's got your vocal on it going. 
podcast. <laughs> that is officially just, me. Yeah, it was you had said podcast normally, and then I just kind of like played with it until it sounded otherworldly. <laughs> I like that the lyric of the theme is just podcast. The word podcast, yeah. Well, I had a bunch of like uh, ideas that were like jingles with friends of the show in them. Oh man, we should have got into those. Should play some of the yeah. your failed uh, jingles where I was like, "Oh no, let's just keep the theme as it is." But you're like, "No, I've got these yeah, jingles," <laughs> and we kept it the way it was. So yeah, the theme. I mean, it was just done in GarageBand from available instruments on GarageBand. I think some crazy synth. And yeah, then, if you forget uh, what the podcast theme song sounds like, it sounds like this. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's a bass guitar doing the plonks. What about who says podcast? That's you. <laughs> I like the end part where it goes, bong. Bong. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a uh, bass and then an arpeggiator synth doing that. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, so it's just one note and it kind of arpeggiates the chord and then the chord is played underneath on the bass. Dang. You say podcast, and that's how the <laughs> milk is churned. Could not be simpler or more complicated. An arpeggiator. Bet you never thought that was a thing. <laughs> Todd knew it was an arpeggiator from Well, the Todd jump. did, yeah. Todd is, Todd is in the music biz, so I think that's why yeah, he asked about podcast. it. Yeah, podcast he did. I listened to it. It was really good. Oh, great. Yeah, that's one of our more popular ones. Todd was great. Um, so everyone go check that one out. Plug within the show. All right, and Todd's final question Where's the booze can tonight? Man, the booze can. It's Sunday. <laughs> but you were you were at it. In Ontario. You were already at it today. Say what it I was. I was at the booze can already today, yeah. And I was back to the Lee's Palace today. Uh, and what's above Lee's so Palace? Nice, I had to see it twice. The Dance Cave. Dance yeah. Cave. So that's what we're go looking to the for. Dance Cave. <laughs> dance Cave is a popular after-hours spot, Todd was saying. I have been there, like, twice. And, yeah, it's like... It's not my scene, man. <laughs> okay. It's like a bunch of 19-year-old white kids dancing to like hip-hop and R&B and stuff. I mean, fine if you're into that. I just I bet it was I bet it was very different back in Todd's day. <laughs> oh man, I bet it was a bunch of white kids dancing to uh, <laughs> disco or whatever, but yeah. No. Sorry. It was the early 90s. You listen to the podcast. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being mean to Todd now. Uh, uh, Todd. All right. Thank you very much, Todd, for those questions, and let's keep it moving. We got some questions from Wildebeest at Flash Amber, and he says, Hi, Wildebeest here, reporter beast from the African newsletter. I have a few questions. One, what is your favorite animal and why? Um, Pony. Pony. It's not fair. I saw the question already. Well, yeah, okay. And number two, why didn't you choose Wildebeest? <laughs> Because I thought pony would be a funny, similar animal to say. <laughs> well, there you go. And a third and final question. A witch curses you, turns you into a building of your choosing. What would it be and why? It's nice that the witch lets you choose. Normally they're not that accommodating, I like to say. Yeah, like they would just turn you into They would just be like, yeah, you're, like yeah, you're an outhouse. <laughs> That's not going to be my answer. My answer would probably be... Yeah, I'd go hockey rink. Professional hockey Yeah, rink. all right. So which one are we talking about? Wh- who's your team? Uh, we got to go hometown Maple Leafs. Woo-wee. Yeah. So am I like a, like an anthropomorphized <laughs> building? <laughs> like people have to, walk, have to go into your mouth or something? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 
like I'm sentient. Ugh, like it hurts so much when they skate on on the ice. <laughs> no, I'm not the ice. I'm like I'm just like looking down from like the gondola or whatever. Like right, like, like I, the phantom of the games. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yeah. So thank you very much, wildebeest, for those interesting questions. All right, now we got a question, a writing question from Cat. I'm talking about my wife. I'm talking about the right. aforementioned first date person haver, and I think she's alluding to that. She says, what was your most awkward celebrity encounter? <laughs> well, um, recently, I, I love the guy, but meeting Doug Pound was a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do recall I that. I forced myself yeah. on him. Yep. He was cleaning up after his set, and I kind of just walked up to the show or the stage, and I stuck my hand out and said, uh, Doug, great show. And he kind of looked weirded out and surprised and said, thanks. And... <laughs> That was it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that was awkward. That was like one thirty a.m. It was very late. A long yeah. show. Yeah, so that wasn't great. Uh, Jim Brewer <laughs> in Montreal. You were there oh for that. That yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> that was that was like a plus level ghosting. Like we we're just walking around, and then all of a sudden, like Jim Brewer's like walking beside us, and we're like, "Hey, it's Jim yeah. Brewer," and we had like a minute conversation. We were talking, and then something happened where you, we like turned. Ever so slightly, and we turned back, and he was gone. It was yeah. He did the all like, "Whoa, what's that over there?" It was and, amazing. Uh, <laughs> evaporated into the cobblestone streets of Montreal. It was amazing. Uh, and Cat asks, "Who is your favorite Skinner?" Whew. Loaded all time? question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Seymour, I guess. Oh, no, I great know. character. I think that's an uh, that's a fine answer. Yeah, that's a cheating. All right, so uh, we got I got a few more questions here. I reached into the All Star grab bag of questions, so I'm recycling some old favorite questions here because I want to hear a new take on these old questions. So this question sent in originally for Dave Cactus from Marky Doodoo at Marky Doodoo, uh, and the question is, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Ah, uh, who was my favorite Ninja Turtle? I don't think I had one. Honestly, I was very into the Ninja Turtles. As a team. <laughs> as a team, yeah. Um, I mean, like, them as a team, you couldn't single one out to be a No, favorite. exactly, yeah. Like, I was, they, it was they the all TMNT. had their personalities, yeah. right? Uh-huh. A big part of their personalities was liking pizza. Yeah, that was mostly Michelangelo. Right, so I think maybe he was my guy, if I had to pick one, the pizza guy. He's a party dude, yeah. Yeah. Splinter was cool, too, but... Does he count, though? He's not a turtle. Not a turtle. Nope. All right. And the next all-star question originally sent to Isabel Zatun, and it is by Zach at Name Starts With a Z, and he asks, what is your favorite spice, seasoning, or condiment? Frank's Red Hot, I put that shit on everything. Not paid promotion. Yeah, you can. All right. That's a great answer. I mean, it goes on everything. What was the last thing you put it on? Um... Like a rice and meat thing that I make, uh, kind of like a casserole kind of thing. Nice. That'll spice it up. It steps it up a notch, you know. It uh, makes it interesting. That's good. we got a couple more of these all-star questions. The next one comes to us from Abby Cohen, WL. And she asks, who is your favorite stand-up and why? My favorite stand-up? As, as we've alluded to, we both uh, enjoy comedy and comedians, and we've gone to see many comedy shows uh, together, and uh, it's, I thought it'd be a great question. Yeah, no, I'll hit it with the local flavor. I gotta go Chris Locke on that one. Chris Locke at Chris Locke Fun on Twitter. Great 
answer so funny like one of the funniest guys i've seen seen him like 50 times and every <laughs> single time it's amazing and different and never bad never, never bad. bad and never yeah like you're saying it's different every time and amazing even if you've seen him tell the same jokes maybe once or twice it's everything that goes around those the the flavor and how it sits uh, with all the other material is just perfect. Everyone got to yeah. go check him out and you can check out his funnier die web series, nature <laughs> learning nature with Chris Locke. I definitely highly recommend that also. And his podcast utopia to me, <laughs> utopia to me. You got to check that one out also. So good uh, with all the really funny comedians uh, that you'd know and love. Yeah. He's got some really great ones. Really great ones. Uh, what's what's your favorite one of his uh, Utopia to me? Uh, the Mark Normand one is really great. Mark Normand, one of your favorites. And you listen to his podcast, yeah. right? Uh, Tuesdays with Stories? Yeah, Tuesdays with Stories, him and Joe List. It's uh, it's really good. It's pretty offensive. <laughs> Not so <laughs> faint-hearted. But uh, all in good fun, obviously. And uh, yeah, no, they're great. They're great. I and... met Mark Normand after a show at Just for Laughs this year, and he was very nice, didn't give me the cold shoulder at all he was cool that's what you want all right next question comes to us from valerie at valerie govain originally sent for maison shouting and this question is if you could have anyone haunt you as a ghost who would you want it to be and why i was just watching some of his youtube videos last night i'll go uh, mitch hedberg that would be a great one (laughs) yeah like yeah, man. Amazing one liners so great. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, amazing one liners. <laughs> he'd drop one on you. Yeah. All right. We got a couple more here. Yeah, okay. I got a question here from Isabel Zatun. And she asks, Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Hmm. No, it's gonna be some really boring way because of all the exciting ways I could have already died and did. So uh <laughs> right. Yeah, it'll probably just be like, um, I don't know, like a just like paintball s- gun pellet at the <laughs> paintball park or something. Gun. <laughs> like oh, fell off, fell off the toilet, broke his hip, got an infection. Yeah, something like that probably, right? Like uh, had the flu and didn't didn't get a <laughs> didn't get his flu shot. Antibiotics for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't have a hunch though. Like uh, I don't wake up in a cold sweat envisioning <laughs> my my end. I thought that that was an interesting question. It's interesting, yeah. yeah. So we got a couple more here from these all-star questions. Aren't these great? From, oh, sorry, really good. <laughs> from friend of the show, Gwen at Miss Gwen L. And she asks, if you could add any sport to the Olympics, what would it be? Hmm. Any sport that's obviously not in the Olympics already. You can just add it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Be something that like, I'm good at, right? Mm, that narrows it down. Maybe I could, yeah. Hmm, not really good at anything. Shuffleboard, that'd be kind of cool. Shuffleboard, yeah, you could be any age. It'd be great to see some yeah. octogenarians in the Olympics. Yeah, like just been doing it for 80 years and finally got his shot. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the touch. Yeah, exactly, like something like that I think would be cool, like a bar sport. Um, yeah, bar sport would be good. Or like poker, let's make poker an Olympic sport. Oh, damn, now we're talking. Yeah. Forget the World Series of poker, we need a gold medal of poker. Yeah, like a whole new Olympics that's just card games. Oh, damn. I think you're on to something. I'm talking big, too. (laughs) It's like, wow, World Series of Cards. Sanctioned by the Olympics. (laughs) We want to get the IOC more involved in everything, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what what we need. More uh, IOC 
jurisdiction. Yeah, I got to boot Russia for like rigging the decks probably, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd find some way to do it. Okay, we got one final all-star question. It comes to us from, you guessed it, Timmy at the Timmy Toes. And his questions are, what's the best live performance you've ever been to? Music, stage, etc. Best. I mean, you were at one today. Yeah, it was great. But it wasn't, the best, wasn't the best, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best one. That's a real tricky question. It's a noodle scratcher. Yeah, it's going to... It's going to be a musical act for sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably going to be a brand new show. Okay. Uh, at Arrow, no, not Arrow Hall, at the Cool House, which is uh, no longer a venue here in Toronto. But they did two nights at the Cool House, and I went to both, and they were both uh, really amazing. They were both totally the different. best. Yeah, so the second one was probably better than the first one. Or... Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, good answer. What were you going to say, though? What's the runner-up? Well, I was going to say our trip to Albany when we saw Jesse Lacey from Brand New in Albany Acoustic with Kevin Devine. That was also once-in-a-lifetime uh, amazing experience. That was pretty good. What about the one where you were sitting on stage? Was that... That was Alexa on Fire. That was great. That was right up there, too. That was at uh, Edge 102 Studios, the radio station in Toronto. It, it was on Young Street. It's not there anymore. And... Uh, Lux on Fire, and they're very, during the time of their first album, played a, a free show on a Friday night, and uh, Young Street was basically shut down because of it, because so many people showed up that they were pouring outside of the station onto the sidewalk and onto the street, and the cops came in and said they were shutting the show down if people couldn't get off the street, so everybody pushed in so far to the point that I sat on the uh, the stage monitor with Dallas Green sitting beside me playing uh, Lux on Fire songs while everybody just sat on the stage and uh, made it work so they could finish the show. And it was a very, very unbelievable experience. Memorable moment. Had to bring it up. Just make sure that you put that one on the list. I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally forgot about that. That was a long time ago. A long time ago. All right. So now this brings us to the very final question. And thank you to everyone who sent in a question at FOTS Pod for all the episodes. That's everyone's favorite part of the show. And Timmy asks, which light switch is better, the little nub or the flat plate? The little nub, so that'd be like the, uh, yeah, the one with the flipper. The little click, click with this up or down, or a flat plate, just like a click-click. No, nah, flicker, I, I like the tactile experience. Right, okay. All right, you've yeah, made it through all <laughs> You made it through all the Twitter questions. Thank you so much, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. So now we're going to wind her down, we're going to wrap it up. Do you have any advice for people online? What should we be doing? What websites should we be visiting? Uh, my advice is always use your own name on the internet so that you don't do some crazy out-of-pocket stuff that you regret. Yeah, be accountable good. on the internet. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, hold yourself accountable. And if it takes putting your name out there, then that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, that's that was my rule from the beginning because when you hide behind a screen name, you kind of get a little loose sometimes. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. You gotta always have the fear of being doxxed hanging over your head. Uh, that's true, also, yeah. You never want that. Fear no, of doxing. <laughs> fear it. <laughs> don't dox people, also. No, don't do that. Very good. All uh, right, so, um, and yeah, final shout outs you wanna give? Maybe my mom, your dad, the rest of the fam, yeah. Grandma Betty, who else we got? Cat. Shout out the <laughs> Skinner, shout out Cat, shout out your brother Gord, shout out. 
to your mom, all you people in podcast land. Your mom, <laughs> your mom. sister, <laughs> my sister, grandma, grandma, yeah, the McGills. Shout out anyone who follows me. Oh, that's yeah, all that's not very nice. Six of you. Am I setting a record for fewest followers on the show? Probably. You are. You definitely are. Nice. So I got that going for me. Yeah. And stay tuned. Shout out Douglas Copeland. Yeah, we should say stay tuned at the end for a very special song written by Kyle Davidson, recorded in a single take on my uh, MacBook like a long time ago. And I think it's a great song. So happy to have it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, well, great. Thanks for putting it out there. Um, Uh, It's called, what is it called? But Still Don't Fade, yeah. Great song. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of we were playing around in the with the production of it. <laughs> so yeah, it's the remix. This is the minds. remix. Yeah, uh, yeah, extra produced version. All right. Well, I think we did it. So now we can play that iconic podcast theme created by Kyle Davidson on the Kyle Davidson episode to say our goodbyes. And here we go. You're playing a funky beat over my wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. Shout out to Allison at Suge Knight. Great episode. Go check it out. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Steve. Great time. Bong. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Kyle. Could you tell we're related? You can find him on Twitter at Kyle I. Davidson. Now be sure to follow at FOTS Pod and send a question for future guests. It's everyone's favorite part of the show. Uh, check out at Skinner Steven on Twitter for all the hot new jokes. And visit www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes. And do subscribe and leave a rating and review. Thank you to Ruby Coast for the music. And thanks to Kyle I. Davidson for the theme. And be sure to stay tuned for the world premiere of Kyle's original song, But Still Don't Fade, right after this. I am Stephen W. Skinner. Thank you very much for listening, and have a great one. For sure. Um, yeah. Internal mic, baby.
<laughs> That's like...